الحمد لله رب العالمين قيوم السماوات والأرضين مدبر الخلائق أجمعين باعث الرسل رحمة للعالمين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأتباعه إلى يوم الدين أما بعد it is a tremendous blessing for us to be granted the faith, the guidance in our life, the opportunity to be of those who can answer the call of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when He calls us in His book, which is a gift of divine mercy, and blessing and light the greatest favor in our life being this light and guidance when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu O you who believe إِذَا نُودِيَ لِلصَّلَاةِ مِنْ يَوْمِ الْجُمْعَةِ If when the call is given to prayer on Friday then rush to the remembrance of Allah. And leave aside your trade, your work. And that is best for you if you but knew. And it, it is a great favor that we find ourselves here having answered this call. When the call is given, on Friday, when the call is given on Friday. And we have to, of course, remember that answering this call is an obligation. Right? Is an obligation. But why has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made certain things obligatory for us? One of the great Imams of Islam, Sidin Ibn Atayla Sakandari. He puts it very beautifully. He said, أَوْجَبَ عَلَيْكَ وُجُودَ خِدْمَتِهِ he, ha- he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, has made it incumbent upon you to serve Him, to obey Him. وَمَا أَوْجَبَ عَلَيْكَ إِلَّا دُخُولَ جَنَّتِهِ Though in reality, Allah has only made Jannah obligatory for you. Sometimes when we view just the obligation itself, we see a burden. You're in the middle of work. You have things to finish. You're in the middle of something at home. In life, you have something to finish. And we view our duty as a burden. Oh, I have to leave this. I have to, I have to go to the masjid. Right? We view the responsibility. But we have to view with the the reality that all that Allah has made incumbent upon us is only a means for us to be in Jannah. He has not made incumbent on you anything but entering his paradise. What is the ruling for the believer to enter paradise? 
Allah has made it obligatory for us to enter paradise. That's His mercy. And He has told us how to get there. So when we look at the acts that Allah has made it obligatory, and yes, we have to sacrifice of, of our time on a weekday, on a Friday, to leave work and to go to the Friday prayer. And this is nothing new. Friday is not a holiday for the believers. It's a holy day for the believers. It's a day that is the most virtuous day of the week. It's a day that is Eid al-Usbu'ah. It is the Eid of the week. This is a day for which we should be wearing our best clothes on Friday. This is the occasion. When should you be best dressed? Right? This is, you know, they say in Canada, you have winter season and you have construction season. But in the Muslim community, you have winter season and you have shadi season. You have wedding season. Everyone has weddings either happening or coming up or in their family or friends or weddings you're invited to and you don't even know who it is. Right? But you show up or you avoid it. But there's so many weddings. But what do you dress best for? Right? This is our need on a weekly basis, is the Friday prayer. Right? Right? Oh you who believe, when the call is given, right? Allah is calling you to this action. And we've been commanded throughout the week, day by day, to answer the call of the Adhan, which is given every day. But why is this nida singled out on Friday? Because Allah is calling you to that which is particularly powerful in giving you life. Allah tells us in the Quran, answer the call of Allah. And answer the call of his messenger. Answer the call of Allah. Answer the call of his messenger. When they call you, for that which will give you life. Because what is the true life? We get caught up in the illusory life. We imagine our work to be of consequence. We imagine our family life to be of consequence. We imagine our interests to be of consequence. And if we are sufficiently distracted, we imagine that whatever sports that we have become addicted to or interested in or curious about or bandwagoning for to be particularly important. Okay? Someone wondered that would do the people who enter Jannah celebrate as much as the people of Toronto celebrated when certain recent victories happened. I said, incomparably more, right? But, like, what did you do about it? What does it mean in your life? What it mean, does it mean in your afterlife? But we imagine all kinds of things to be important and real. Just a couple of weeks ago, I noticed a bunch of people very concerned in Juman. And I know a few of them, so I asked, like, what's up? I said, I'm worried about this. Like, whether so-and-so is going to re-sign 
for such and such team. Like, what is it? Like, okay, but how important is that? But answer the call of Allah and His Messenger when they call you to that which gives you life. Because what is the true life? The true life is how you live with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How you live with the light and guidance of the Messenger sallallahu That is true life. The other life, we live through it, but we don't live in it. Right? We live through this life. We navigate our work and our family life, our social concerns, but that is not the greatest of our concerns, nor the highest of our aspirations. The Prophet ﷺ took a young man, the son of Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab, Abdullah ibn Umar, by his shoulder and said to him, as a young man, because this beauty and message that the Messenger ﷺ came with is not just addressing the older folk, it's not just addressing adults. The Prophet ﷺ talked to children in ways that uplifted them, that gave them purpose and clarity and determination and resolve and hope and yearning and longing and love to become true believers, truly alive, true honored servants of Allah. So he said to him, Kun fi dunya ka gharib. Be in this world. Be in this world. Be in this worldly life. As though you are a stranger. Or one journeying. The stranger is the one who, who, who is in a land. But they know that this is not my homeland. Why? Because what is the homeland of the believer? The homeland of the believer is what we hear. We ask Allah that we hear that Ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutma'inna O self that is in serenity Idji'i ila rabbiki Return to your Lord Return to your caring, loving Lord, radiyatan mardiya, content, pleasing, and well, well pleased and pleasing, radiyatan, pleased with Allah, mardiya and pleasing to Allah. Fadkhuli fi ibadi, so enter amongst my honored servants. Wadkhuli jannati, and enter my garden. What is our homeland? This is not our ultimate homeland. Our homeland is paradise. That's where our forefather, Sayyidina Adam, was created. He was created in paradise. And to that, we return. But what is paradise? It is, Allah refers to Jannati, my paradise. Because why do we seek paradise? As one of the great early Imams of Islam, the great female righteous servant of Allah, Sayyidina Rabi' al-Adawiyah said, I seek paradise, not merely for paradise, but I seek it 
to be with you, addressing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in beautiful lines of reflection. That is our home. That is our joy. However, as we navigate through this life, we forget. We forget. We get distracted. They say that the human being is called insan because they're given to nisyan. The human being is called insan because they're given to forgetfulness. And Allah tells us, we are created hasty. You love immediate things. The Prophet of Allah وسلم, is addressed in the Quran that when they see when they see some entertainment or some business, they rush to it. And they leave you. They leave you, the beloved messenger of Allah, the embodiment and fount of guidance and beauty and mercy and excellence and good. They leave you standing. But he's told to remind them that say what is with Allah is better and more lasting. So why do we answer the call of Friday? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, when the call is given, O you who believe, Ya When the call is given, our attitude towards that call should be labaik, right? to answer with joy. Right? What better if, we, if the relationship between the believer and Allah is a relationship of love? What, how do you respond when the one you love calls you? Come. You don't say, ah, uh, later. Okay. You respond, labaik. You respond with joy. Some of the ulama said the, the first adab for Friday of answering the call is joy, is farah, is joy. What a gift. Then rush to the remembrance of Allah. Of course, this rushing is not a rushing with our feet. As, it's, as is related from Ibn Abbas and others of the Sahaba and the early Muslims. May Allah be well pleased with them. This is a sa'yu ihtimam wa laysa sa'ya aqdam. This is a rushing with concern and not a rushing with feet because we know from the teachings of our beloved Messenger وسلم, that even if the prayer has begun, even when the prayer has begun, uh, the Imam has started the prayer, then what do we do? Then walk to it with calm and dignity. With calm and dignity. So even if you got caught up in traffic and you're running late, you still, of course, you don't go slow, but you drive with calm and with dignity. And you park with calm and with dignity. What if we, when we parked, what are the traffic, what of the people helping with traffic? He looked so stressed because nobody listens to him. 
or few do, right? But that's not, walk to it with calm and dignity, but rush to it with your concern so you get there early. Rush to it, why? Because the earlier you get there, the more tremendous both the reward and the spiritual benefit and the transformational impact in your life. Those who are able to get to Friday prayer significantly early have the greatest reward. It's incomparably higher than other things. And someone planned their week. If you can get here by 10, 11 a.m. and engage in some of your weekly devotion before Friday, it's of the best times. Many of the ulama have said that the hours before Jum'ah have greater reward than night worship. And there's a lot to back that up because of the special rewards mentioned for it, if you are able to do so. But if not, it's, if you're going to get here on time anyways, make it here 15 minutes early. Make it here half an hour early. But what do the angels do? Once the adhan is given, the register of reward for those who answered the call early closes. Because even the angels direct themselves to devotion once the time for the khutbah begins. Now you gained the reward of the khutbah, but you missed out on a, on a blank check from the most generous and giving, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So don't miss out on that. فَسْعَوْا إِلَىٰ ذِكْرِ Rush to the remembrance of Allah. Get there early. Get there early. Part of rushing is that you're already prepared before you rush. The ulama say we understand from that that there's things to do before Jumu'ah. Like the ghusl of Jumu'ah, for example, etc. That you've already done that. Because who can rush? The ready can rush. Though, you know, like, there's two people. One who's not prepared. Say, okay, go to Jumu'ah. One person says, oh, I have to do my ghusl. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. Got to iron my, my shirt. But the one, who is the one who can rush to the remembrance of Allah? The one who's ready. Who's ready. So prioritize Friday. فَسْعَوْ إِلَىٰ ذِكْرِ Rush to the remembrance of Allah. What is the remembrance of Allah? Because the call is given to the prayer. But what makes this special? The remembrance of Allah. What, where is the remembrance of Allah? The dhikrullah is the khutbah. The khutbah that is given. And rush to it. Now, as a religious obligation, it is a duty for every able Muslim adult to make it to the Friday, Friday khutbah from the beginning. Unless you have genuine ex extenuating circumstances that cannot otherwise be arranged. Right? It is an obligation. And we should... Why? Because our Lord has called us to that. Our Prophet has urged us to that. Sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Fas'aw ila dhikrillah. What is the point of the khutbah? The point of the khutbah is not to be, to talk about politics and current affairs. Though those may come in to understanding our relationship with Allah and how we respond to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The point of the khutbah is 
tadhkir, dhikrullah, to the remembrance of Allah, to that which will remind you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the verse, this verse from Surah Al-Jum'ah also tells us how do you choose where to go for khutbah. Very often we slack off, my dear brothers and sisters, about where we go for Jum'ah. You feel lazy, you feel tired, so you just go to the nearest khutbah. And you know, if we, we ask you, will, it, will that be remembrance of Allah? Say, no, I know it's going to be awful. But why are you going there? This is the most important discretionary action that you do in your week. If you have a job interview, you just say, well, whatever is ironed, I'm going to put it on. No, you prepare for it. You plan for it days in advance. You even rehearse what you're going to say if it's sufficiently important or you're sufficiently serious. But don't just show up to Jum'ah. Allah SWT says, فَسْعَوْا إِلَىٰ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ Rush to the remembrance of Allah. So nobody has a right to complain about the Friday khutbahs they go to. Because you made the choice. Many masajid even put up the schedule of their khatibs. So choose carefully. And also, if you're involved in a community, take the responsibility of having khatibs very seriously. Because you are the means for the community to be able to respond to the remembrance of Allah. If you just appoint anybody there, this is a type of khiyana bil muslimin. It's a type of treachery with, with the Muslims to put people up who are not qualified or whose message will not be a remembrance of Allah. Rush to the remembrance of Allah. Choose that carefully. Choose that carefully. But also, many people here, and I single this masjid out particularly, they should not be here. They should not be here. Because we know that in our community, there are countless places where they simply cannot find people to give Friday khutbahs. Even right here in Brampton, how many high schools are there that desperately need a good, beneficial message? We have to take it seriously as believers in our own life that we go to places where we will find a beneficial message for ourselves, a beneficial message for our children, especially in the summer. Right? We have time to go on hikes and camps and trips and weddings and all these things. We don't have time to plan where to take our children, where to go ourselves, to the remembrance of Allah, right? to that which will give us life. Right? But also we have to take it very seriously. And I'm, that if you have any semblance of religious knowledge and understanding, then you should be taking seriously, collectively, how can we be serving our community on campuses, in high schools, in the many small musallas. Not because I want to give the khutbah, because we as a community have an obligation to fulfill the command that our khutbahs be dhikrullah, remembrance of Allah. So take that as a, as a duty. And many of you bear that burden. We will be asked on the Day of Judgment, not only about our personal duties as individuals, but we will be asked, what did we do about those unfulfilled obligations? And we have to stop being commentators online. Went to a terrible khutbah. Well, shame on, shame on me for sh showing up 
without any concern. Shame on me for not being involved in my local masjid and be grateful where you have good khutbas. That's a great gift from Allah Be thankful to the administrations that have concern for having proper khutbas. And there's many of them in our community. So, rush to the remembrance of Allah and leave aside other things. This is an obligation. Anything that delays you from catching the khutbah from the beginning is a lack of answering the call of Allah and His Messenger. So don't do it. Even if you're going to miss the ghusl of Jum'ah, miss it because it's a sunnah. Catching the khutbah from the beginning is a duty. Catching the khutbah from the beginning is a duty wherever you have discretion. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the ability to answer this call and to recognize this call as being a great gift to answer it with joy and resolve and longing and yearning. واستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروه إنه غفور رحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا الحمد لله it is very important for us as we are surrounded by so many things that weigh us down in our personal lives and surrounding us because that's the nature of this world. Dunya is that which is low but is also that which brings you down. But it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that raises us up as one of the poets said. All otherness, all things besides Allah, right, is ailment and it is my beloved. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is the cure. So when He calls you to that which gives you life, let us answer it with joy. Let us answer it with gratitude. Let us answer it with determination. Let us rush to the things that give us true life so that we can be of those who hear the divine call in the hereafter. Ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutma'inna. Oh, serene and content self. Irji'i ila rabbik. Return to your caring Lord. Radiyatan mardiyya. Well pleased and well pleasing. Fadkhuli fi ibadi. So enter amongst my honored servants. Wadkhuli jannati. And enter my paradise. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all of us and our parents and our teachers and our children and our spouses and our families and our communities the divine grace to respond to Allah's call in this life and to hear that call in the best of ways in the next life. Allahumma salli wa sallim mubarik ala Sayyidina wa Nabina Muhammad وآله وصحبه وسلم اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات الأحياء منهم والأموات اللهم ارحمنا وارحم المسلمين اللهم ارحمنا وارحم أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اللهم انصرهم وأيدهم ووفقهم وأرجعنا إليك في خير حال يا رب العالمين وصلي وسلم وبارك على النور المبين سيدنا ونبينا محمد وآله وصحبه وسلم والحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة